Well, old folks, and thank you, thank you so much, so, so very much. This is the Reverend Jackson Fetalbush Beetle. That's Jackson Fetalbush Beetle. And our rave reviews, rave reviews for a new collective, a new vision, shall we say. They're called Blind Knowledge. BlindKnowledge.com is where you can find these folks. And let me tell you something, my brothers and my sisters and my non-identifying friends. I love this content. I love their channels. I love their presentation, if you will. So check them out. BlindKnowledge. BlindKnowledge.com. Coming to a screen near you. Oh, Lord and Lord. Yeah. Welcome, everybody. Happy Memorial Day. Happy Monday. It is 10.13 a.m. because we are always on time here at the Blind Knowledge Podcast. We are on the East Coast of the United States of America, hanging out, getting ready for the warmer weather, and just kind of, you know, we're trying to enjoy the day. But always keep in mind what the day is about. It is Memorial Day after after all. So if you don't know what that means, definitely Google that. Uh, give back to the veterans and your family and those of, that have served in the past. Today we have a huge show. Why is it huge? Because it involves jam. No, 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 no. Not the music jamming. Jam. We're talking jam with Amy Fagan. It's going to be wild. Uh, Amy Fagan, of course, is one of the... Um, the upstart, basically one of, almost like a founder. We're going to have to ask her what the deets are there, but almost like a founder of Numo Spect Media. If you haven't heard of Numo Spect Media, go check it out. We can give you a free 30-day hookup as well. We're going to figure out what the jam deal is. She's a jammer. She's a podcaster. She's down to earth. She's really cool. And we're going to see what the deal is. So enough for me. I have already said too much. I'm bringing on the jammer. We're going to change the music forward to Amy. Welcome to the show. Thank you for joining me. Thanks so much. I'm thrilled to be here. Happy Memorial Day. You're a podcaster. You're a jammer. You are a dog rescuer, I believe. I have a rescue dog. I love rescue dogs. I love, uh, yes, I love the whole rescue thing. I'm not like, it's not my, it's not my jam. But I do love my recipe. Oh, it's not your jam. Okay, okay, okay. So we got a lot to touch on here. Of course, you're you're part of Numospect Media, numospectmedia.com. For anyone that doesn't know, it's a video collaboration community. Uh, really good for networking. Really good for green upstart uh, content creation. We have all kinds of content over there, and you're one of the originals, correct? Yes. It's been. Has, has it been a total roller coaster, or has it been smooth sailing? It's been. It's been amazing, really. I mean, I just, I I was pretty new to podcasting. I think I started my podcast last June. So it's almost been a year. And um, I met Bree and Trevor, who had Numospect in May at PodFest virtually. So like a month later, um, I started my podcast. And then they started Numospect in August. Okay. So. And they do a daily show, which uh, I am working from home. So I just turn it on and they talk to me while I'm working. Um, And so it's great. I mean, it's just, um, 
you know, we keep adding people and it's good for me personally to keep the messages fresh. Like I, I'm not like a read it once and I, it's stuck with me. Like I, I need the constant like reminders and just to constantly be in the conversation of creating and um, learning Repetition. new things. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I, I, it's not that I forget. I lose my, my momentum really easily. <laughs> But you got a lot going on and, and it seems like, um, your podcast is doing pretty good. It, it's, can you, do you want to actually, do you want to just get into it and explain what the podcast is all about? Sure. Uh, my podcast is called grounded in Maine podcast. It is about sustainability. It is an open conversation about how we show up for the world. Uh, and I started it because I want to, I wanted to learn how to be more sustainable, like learn new ways to be sustainable. And um, so I would just talk to people who are doing different things. And I figured if I wanted to know, hopefully there are other people that would want to know. And so I just record my conversations and it's been really amazing. You're just taking conversations with some cool people and some, well, some knowledgeable people into your own little, your own little nook, your own little podcast. For sure. I mean, I don't feel like a, I don't feel like an authority on the subject, but I do, I am very curious and I love to, I just love to learn people's stories, like where, you know, we all come from this place of like not knowing. And then when you, when like the light goes off in your head and you're like, I really need to do this or, you know, something like that, like that point is so interesting to me, but also just learning, you know, different ways of being sustainable is just so, it's so cool because sustainability is such a big word. Yeah. It can mean a million different things. And so just to break it down into to like bite-sized pieces so that people aren't like, there's no way I can do all that. You don't have to do all that. You can do something. And here's here are a crap ton of examples. What can we do? Like when you say sustainable, are you talking about like sustainable food that we can kind of grow and microproduce on our own? Absolutely. I'm talking about all of it. Like I've talked to people who are foraging, growing their own gardens. I've got someone coming on who's going to be talking about composting, but also like um, I'm talking to someone later today who's doing like eco-friendly fashion design like interior design yeah and you know, and food i'm i love food so i definitely want to talk about sustainable food situations but um yeah you know i hear a lot about well i don't hear a lot about it but i i read a lot and i read a lot about like micro farms and like how you can just grow like beans in your basement with the right lights with the hydroponic lights getting back to the micro resources like you know, you, you got jam, you know, do you, do you, do you grow anything else? Do you have a farm? What, what are you doing up there, Maine? Uh, we live on an acre. We, we have a garden. We have a greenhouse that does, they don't produce a lot because I'm not, I don't have a super green thumb, but I always try. And we have some chickens and we have a, do a rescue dog and two cats and we just hang out. I mean, the chickens are a big deal and we, uh, of course, use the, the poo for, fertilizer no sure and we're we're trying to grow some fruit we've got some fruit trees and we planted some grapes last year and like i was telling you before like i just planted a bunch of raspberry bushes this morning just like tiny roots so i'm hoping for i'm hoping for a fall harvest that would be so cool very peaceful to kind of get out there and just kind of be one with with the land i would think it's pretty awesome i mean and we're like five miles out of downtown so it's it's kind of farmy out here okay uh, it is very quiet i mean aside from the rooster 
the roosters are crowing all day long. We have a rooster. Our neighbors have probably four or five. So we've got roosters crowing a lot. You might hear Rudy. The windows are open. We get one or two. I'd like to record that as a sound effect for sure. (laughs) He's he's tiny and he sounds like a little old lady. It's pretty funny. Name the rooster? Does he have a a name? Yeah, his name is Rudy. Rudy the rooster, the cock of the walk. Good man, or good rooster, I should say. That is wild. I um I grew up in the suburbs from Boston, so I have no idea what one really looks like in person. Um, but uh, is it true that they're as loud uh, as they say they are, like in the morning? For sure. Oh God. Yeah. Uh, it started at quarter to four this morning. God. Oh. But that's. I mean, I think that's because I took the dog out and I turned the light on, and so he was like, "Oh, it's morning." Sure. And then, it's fine. I don't mind. I love him. He's pretty cool. He's like he's like two and a half pounds, but he's very Same full guy. of himself. Yeah. Uh, the cock of the walk, Rudy the Rooster. Uh, all right, Amy. I got three things in in front of me. You were nice enough to mail these out to me just before we did this today. If you don't know, these are jam jars or mason jars. These are Amy's Garden Jam. We have apple preservatives. We have sunday in a jar which sounds delicious it sounds like something i want to put on some ice cream i had it for breakfast this morning that's awesome uh, and then of course blueberry the official one that i think everyone loves now i'm an idiot i've never had jam before i'm well not an idiot maybe sheltered a sheltered idiot let's put it that way so just walk me through this as someone that is uh, jam curious look delicious i've been holding off even trying some I want to know, Amy, if you don't mind. Yeah. Now, I just opened this like so, correct? Yeah. Oh, I hope you have an opener or really strong thumbs. Oh, God. Well, these are tight. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> we got a fork. Oh. <laughs> Can you use the back end? Oh, Good right. job. So, actually, that's one of the questions I wanted to ask, Amy. Do I use a knife, a spoon, a fork? Is there, like, a spreader for jam? You can use whatever you want. Um, I use a knife. I know uh, Brie uses a spoon because she just eats the jam straight. Okay. But that apple one that you just opened up is pretty delicious. It has nutmeg, so it kind of tastes like apple pie. That smells delicious. Yeah. Those are main apples, and it's very possible that the lemon came from my house, but I can't. Be sure. Why someone would have this by the spoonful. This this looks delicious. This looks way better than any jam I've actually seen uh, in the supermarket. And we put the jam on the toast, correct? Is that okay? Yeah. Can you put jam on English muffins? I do it every morning, yes. Can you put jam on fruit? Sure. Can I put jam on ice cream? Sure, yeah. All right, so it's a multifaceted substance. That's one of my favorites, and it's it's a slow sell because people I think people are not that accustomed to apple, but I love it. I actually I lived in Utah for a year, and I realized that you couldn't get like they just don't sell apple jelly. I did grow up eating apple jelly, um, but they didn't sell it, and I was homesick, and my mom mailed me a jar of apple jelly. That's it's not too appley. It's it's got it's like. It has hints of flavor. This is wicked good. Y'all, if you um if you like jam, if you're jam curious, check out Amy's GardenJam.com. We're chilling with Amy Fagan. She is the jam master of jam. Uh, she owns the company and she makes the jam. 
I'm gonna say jam so many times and we're never gonna be able, allowed to say it again, basically. I mean, <laughs> You're gonna hear it in your sleep. Yeah, people are gonna be like, this jam MFR. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to hide and hire like a, a recruiter on my own or someone to take over my 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 squad because I'll just be hated. <laughs> but anyway, um, this looks delicious. Now I'm pretty sure that blueberries got to be like a constant. Blueberry favorite. is a favorite of a lot of people. I mean, it's their main blueberries, main wild blueberries to be specific. Um, I'm not a big blueberry jam fan. I just don't like cooked blueberries, but it is so pretty in the jar with the labels. I just think it's really pretty. What do these go for? They are six seventy five per jar. Six seventy five. Okay. okay. Or shipping if you're not in Maine. <laughs> Pretty okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. They're pretty heavy. I mean, these must last a good amount of time. It depends on how often you eat jam on stuff. Yeah, if you're having it by the spoonful, I guess I guess that's gonna last. Not, but what else can we put jam on? Just I'm just curious. Besides, like bread, a burger. I don't know why not. Sure, I have had. Um, there's a lady that lives close to me who has a cafe, and she made like a Monte Cristo Crisco sandwich. Crystal with like mustard and mustard and some meat. I don't know. I don't do deli meat, but um, but she put the blueberry jam on it. I'm curious, you know, jam's not like a big thing you hear about or talk about. It's just kind of there. It's like peanut butter and jelly. I always thought, but they're like these smell delicious. Like I would buy these even at you know, as someone that doesn't really eat jam, this this would make me actually eat some jam. This this is really good. So, y'all, if you like jam, check out Amy's Garden Jam. Uh, they're not that expensive, and you'll never find anything like them because they're originals. They're Amy's. They're Amy's Garden Jam, and um, they're actually really delicious. Um, really surprised because I've never had jam, and I thought I was going to have to fake it. But uh, lo and behold, this is delicious. Uh, definitely go to amysgardenjam.com and grab yourself some jam. Is in any retail stores right now, um, even locally? I'm not. I'm in a few farm stores. Like I, where I make the jam, I use a commercial kitchen at a, a place called Replanova Farm Store. And um, it is a green building. So it's it's all like their solar panels and stuff. So he does not actually, I don't think he actually uses electricity. He just, I mean, he like, he makes it back enough that it practically breaks even. What is he, charm? Um, <laughs> just like, sure. oh, the solar I mean, it's in a big open space, and so the solar panels just absorb all the the sun. And he has greenhouses there and grows a, a lot of grows a lot of produce. But he also sells stuff lo it's locally. Like in the beginning, he was saying everyone was in a ten mile radius, and it's branched out from there. But um, nice. His markets are huge. Yeah, I I don't farmers market is not really my it's not. I don't want to say it's not my jam. I, I love farmer's markets. It is just so, they're always so busy. I don't know if it, if all farmer's markets are like that, but our farmer's markets in my town are like sort of like a destination and people come from all over and they're huge and the parking is crowded and it's just, it's just, it, they're really, really, really busy and they're really um, competitive. Yeah. You have to apply and you have to pay, a, you know, you have to pay rent. And, you know, there are, there are a lot of jam sales at my farmer's markets, which is great. I've just not, I also am too busy to really sit for many hours. 
I'm like that too. I can't sit still. Um, I'm either. I just go- don't have time. Like Saturday is usually the farmer's market day and I. Oh, it is in Massachusetts too. There's usually like one day it's a Saturday. Everyone, everyone kind of like goes into like that, that town square area in one of the suburban towns and you know, they probably need permits, I'm assuming, but everyone has like a bench and I mean I have a I have a mobile vendor license. So I can sell wherever I want to. But um I will vendor that license onto blindknowledge.com because I would love to sell these. Um <laughs> we are actually we have a marketplace that's gonna be coming up in June. Um yeah, we're gonna um, we're getting everything together for our revenue streams. Uh we're gonna be able to sell tangible assets. Absolutely love to team with you on here. I'm sure we can find, um, you know, well, we got to make sure it's legal, of course. Um, and we can always check with um, with the legal squad. We can always ask Gordon. Maybe Gordon Rose over at um, Spec, the genius he is. The podcast lawyer. Podcast lawyer. That dude knows more about things that I need to, that I just need to know the things that he needs, to, that he knows. My, my brain just exploded right there. Like I, he has so much information on like so many different things. And I actually got the chance to just kind of have a free consultation with the guy and he was just so generous and, and I'm really grateful just to, to, to take that knowledge and just to learn that like, wow, there are a lot of forms that I have yeah. to actually get together. It's true. I mean, it's so cool with, um, you know, Numospect in, in, you know, specifically, like there, every there are so many different um, areas of specialty, but just with the the you know the bunch of people that we have in Numospect in the Creator Lab, like you can ask anyone anything, and uh, somebody knows something about it, which is very cool. I mean, it's cool that Gordon is part of our group for sure. So, piggybacking off of that, um, you are basically one of the um, the anchors of Numospect. Um, how do you, how do you keep up with it all? It seems to be ever changing and, and just like rapidly growing. I'm very fortunate in that I work from home and I just ha- can have my computer on and listen to stuff. And I mean, when we're doing meetings during the week, I'm looking up because I'm working at the same time. I'm just able to multitask somehow, Okay, but it is, it's, it's great. I mean, it's, I mean, all the growth is, is pretty incredible. There's so many I mean, I love the fact that we're doing, um, you know, actual like trainings and learning things. And it's, yeah. it's very cool that uh, that we get to put that into use. You know what I dig about Numospect? And it's the one thing that hooked me at the beginning. It's the, um, the patient to collaborate and create with creators that are not only talented, but they're motivated and they want to work with other people. They want to create, they want to come up with things that no one else has done. At least that's the vibe I get. Numospect is, it's growing all the time and we just need to, to catch on. I mean, we just need everyone to, to join and we'll um, collaborate like crazy. And it will just, it, if people, if people try it, they'll be hooked. Like if they, if they check it out, they'll be hooked. I'm sure of it. Uh, I, it's just, it's very easy to be there. It's. It's wicked chill. Yeah. Wicked chill. It's a, it's a good environment, especially like, I guess to have like that creative outlook and um, yeah, it's, it's exciting stuff. It's a good vibe. Tell us about about that, that, uh, that wonderful podcast. Yeah. It's, I feel like it's growing 
I hope it's growing. I mean, I've, I, I was, um, when I was on Scoob's podcast not too long ago, I remember saying, you know, he asked me what I wanted to do this year, like what my goals were. And one of my goals was to um, monetize, which I'm still working on. I don't think it's been six months yet, but, uh, and my other was just to not have to seek everyone out because at that point I was just hustling and hustling and hustling to find people to have conversations with. And I've had several people in the last couple of months contact me and say, I'd love to be on your podcast. I have a message to share. And I'm like, heck yeah. So that was, yeah, that was, it was amazing. Easy breezy. breezy. Uh, The more we hustle, the more we burn out, right? Kind of. I think, I, I think partly, I think, I mean, I'm just, I'm, my hustling is on, is on social media. So it's not like, hard work, hard work, but it's really busy. But I think it's paying off because that's happening. If you're there, if you're making making moves, I mean, just, just putting the effort in, of course. And then it's like, you got to strategize, like what time do you post? Uh, which ones do you put a little money, maybe five, 10, $25 into, see where that can go, what the demographics would be on that. See, this is this is what I've been playing with over the last few months is like tinkering, trying to figure out like, what hashtags to put like yeah you know, for sure. even like the length of a title makes a difference with these algorithms it's it's bonkers yeah and it is it is always changing it's hard to know i just was listening to something yesterday and they were talking about the fact that oh, what was it it was the new company show by one stone creative she was talking about so she just rebranded her podcast and uh she was saying that or she had someone on that was talking about algorithms and how the Facebook algorithms are different than the Instagram algorithms and and that LinkedIn doesn't like allow al- algorithms like they don't they don't play the same game as everyone else which is really interesting and it's got to be hard to go with all of that and I I just do it when I do it <laughs> I, don't, I don't have a strategy yet I have paperwork I'll, I'll toss to you I'll share with you like of um, like YouTube shorts has a strategy TikTok has a strategy like there's ways to like work the algorithm and if you think of the algorithm as the audience you know every it's crazy every platform is different and like you can get lost in this stuff it's 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 bonkers and and this is why there are social media managers that are making um, a good deal of money just to do social media i mean it's like it's like a tax accountant type of person you know every year the tax the tax rules are different so you need someone who's up on that but the but the social media is constantly changing, so that's definitely worth money. Yeah, and like depending on your audience, you got to pick like where are they? Are they older crowd on Facebook? Are they Gen Z that are only on YouTube? Wild. It's and then you don't want to like overdo it because it's like dough. You end up stretching yourself, and you then you're like all over the place, but you're not making any waves. It's and I only know this because this is what I've been going through the last year and a half is like making these mistakes and like mm-hmm. trying and tinkering and be like, ah, I'll try this. Oh, that sucked. That was a bad idea. Right. We'll just do something else quickly. So no one noticed. Right. Do another post and then make it take that space. Yeah. yeah we'll sure. just, we'll just do this quickly. It was worth the shot. And then if it works, it, it fucking works. And then, um, yeah. And then it's a win, you know, and I don't know. It's, this is touch and go, but um, have you, do you follow your analytics on your podcast? Do you know if you're, if you have a huge viewership up in Maine or where your viewership is? I, they are pretty spread out. 
I mean, there, I, I just found out last week that there's somebody in my town that's been following me that I did not know of and I have not met. You should reach out to that person. I found out by last week, I donated some um, old plant pots and she came to pick them up and she, well, yeah, she came to pick them up and um, she was like, I was listening to your podcast. Is that, is that really you? I was on my way to pick those up. Like, is that is that you? I'm like, yeah, that's me. Doesn't it make you feel good when someone's like I I was stunned. Yeah. I was stunned. I was like, how how? <laughs> good sign. That's your organic following right there. Just just beginning. Just yeah. starting right there in the womb. Cool. Yeah, those are the people you want to reach out to, especially on social. You hook up with them, you ask them what their what their opinions are and you know, do a do a giveaway with those folks. That that that's what's up. Yeah podcast about anyway sustainability okay back to sustainability gotcha yeah and like this tomorrow's episode is a girl that lives in town who's a friend of ours and she we did the interview on earth day are you gonna eat some jam don't mind me <laughs> i i know that i know the sound of the top popping um, this is phenomenal <laughs> take a bath in this this is so good it doesn't have chemicals or preservatives in it. Um, I made a friend who has a card shop in in um, Nevada, Nevada. And um, if you had gone, I was going to tell you you should go, but I, I know it, is, it would have been a really quick trip. But she has a yeah, card shop in Vegas, and uh, and she ordered a case of that the Sunday in a jar because it's her favorite to sell in her card shop. So for a while, I mean, I think she's probably sold out now, but. Um, she did sell it in her store. I can think of a few different places where this would be like a cool grab, like candle shops, like mom and pop shops, like um, even places where they, I don't know if they still sell books in stores, but like something like that. Have you tried to branch out or are you just kind of going with the flow or is it too overwhelming? It's a lot. I mean, it's a lot of work. I don't have a ton of time to do it. And I pick a lot of the fruit. So it's really time consuming. Doing like everything. Well, it saves me money to pick them. <laughs> I pay half price, but I also get to make sure that I'm getting the best fruit. So that's that's a big plus for everyone. Uh, so the strawberries I pick myself always. The raspberries I get pooped out because it's the middle of summer and I don't do summer well. But um, so I've I've thought about branching out if I can if I can finagle some extra fruit, I'm down to expand. But I don't I don't want to use just any fruit. Like I need it to be main fruit because it's not the same thing. If it's not, and so I my my fruit stores can only provide so much. The, you know, the fruits that I have stored and the fruit that I pick only goes so far. It is organic fruit off the farm, delicious, the best top quality, and you're you're real literally handpicking it. Yeah. So, you know, there's only so much I can do because I'm also working full time and I have a podcast. So, like, you know, I have one day for jam, one day for errands. I do podcasts in the evenings and that's, there's my week. Buddy, go to amysgardenjam.com, grab yourself some. Uh, we have apple preserves. We got blueberry. 
It should be on a shelf somewhere. Sunday in a jar. What else we got for flavors? Amy? Oh, uh, we have strawberry, straight up strawberry. We've got raspberry, strawberry rhubarb. Um, I have a strawberry lemon marmalade. I have a rhubarb orange marmalade. I have getting wacky. Um, I know I'm branching out. I just had approved um, a cranberry jalapeno jelly. That is now that is wacky. I can't, I actually, you know what? I'd be down to taste that someday. I'm not a spicy person, but I can't, I can't um, fathom this being spicy. <laughs> That'd be so weird. I don't think it's super spicy. It's, it's like a, it's a combination of sweet and spicy. So it's great for like um, crackers and cheese. Or, you know, if you do like um, charcuterie, stuff like that. My sister loves the rhubarb orange marmalade as a foodie because she does that for her charcuterie the, with the cheese and whatever. Have you had the business? <sighs> Amy's Garden Jam uh, started production in May, I think it was May 3rd, 2020. And what so got right you? during the pandemic. What got you? Oh, the pandemic. Okay. Was that what got you into it? No. Um, so the whole thing started, like I, I, it was never a plan. It was never a plan. Um, I, I started canning and gardening to like pull my own weight in my relationship with my husband. So he, he makes fine money. He does really well. Um, I have done just like office jobs and not making a ton of money. So I was like, you know, if I can grow a garden, if I can preserve that food, it will be like saving money, which is almost like making money. Right. So, um, I started doing that and then I, you know, and I, I would always like preserve tomatoes and pickles and, um, and make jam. And then, uh, my sister got married in 2014 and um, I made little jars of jam for all of their wedding guests as a favor. Um, and that was a big hit. Like I must have done nine or 10 different flavors and just, you know, people would pick what they wanted. And, um, and my sisters were like, you got to do that. Like this needs to be a thing. That's cool. Yeah. And then I was in a car accident in 2019 and I was out of work for like four months. And so while I couldn't, walk while I couldn't work. Like I had time to get stuff together. Like, you know how, when you're, when you're working full time, you don't have time to look for another job or do all the the paperwork and stuff. So I was like, I literally have nothing else to do. So I could wait on hold for an hour and a half for the, the state person to tell me whatever that needed to be done. Um, so the timing so was right. The timing was perfect. And then by the time I was able to walk again, I had a kitchen set up and I was ready to go. Thank God. Thank God you can walk. What what the hell happened? You you were in an accident or was it like I a... was in a car accident. Oh was... shit. Well, that's okay. I'm fine. All right, well. All right. Well, we won't look back. We'll look forward. Yeah. I mean it was it was it sucked right then, but it was the best possible thing that could have happened. Like it just it I I am a I'm a creature of habit I just go in a stream whether it's you know fulfilling or not like it's comfortable and I'm doing that but I you know I often need something to interrupt that to um, make me change my just like pivot or whatever and so that definitely did that Amy if you were gonna tell someone about your podcast and in, in five words or less what would you use for those five words to describe your podcast to someone who's never heard of it before? 
five words. Holy words, five hashtags. Oh, hashtags. Okay. So it's easier to think of it that way. Sustainability. Mm. DIY. DIY. Grow your own. Grow your own. Make your own. I got to commend you. I mean, you do a lot and um, your podcast is pretty badass. I've actually checked it out. I checked out episode 46, maybe it was 45. It was one of the two. I'm happy to help you promote that on our end too. Um, yeah, the, you just got, you have so many positive things going on. I'm so glad you took the time to come onto the show because you are like on an upswing and your vibe is so chill. It's like you are, you are like just vibe, just vibing on the upswing. I, I don't know how else to say it. Um, the jam is delicious. Again, I don't want to shill the hell out of anything, but Amy's Garden Jam, you got to check this stuff out. It is absolutely delicious. This, yes, this is a spoon because it's so good. Um, I have toast and jam. I got English muffin on jam. I am jamming. I am jam curious and I am pumped. And um, hopefully we can figure out a way to sell some jam to, to people. Um, and if you want some of that jam, again, amysgardenjam.com. Amy's also on Numo Spec. She is one of the head honchos over at Numo Spec. She does a podcast. The podcast is called Grounded in Maine. We'll make sure we get more information on that in the bio notes. Any special shout-outs you want to give before we wrap it up? Um, I would love to shout-out Bree and Trevor at Numo Spec. They've changed my life. And I've told them that. They know that. But, um, you know, I was really new to podcasting, and then I met them, and... They just really took me under their wing and just be, you know, like I was saying earlier, like I just need the, the consistent, the message and the repetition. And so them being there for me every day is, I, I just feel like they're part of my family and part of my team. That's cool. Almost a little bit of accountability, right? For sure. Makes the dream work. Amy Fagan, thank you so much for joining me today. Damn, we jammed. It was so fun. I had a good time. I hope you did too. Of course, she's Amy amysgardenjam.com stuff's delicious guys delicious and we'll have more information on Amy for sure Amy hope you have a good one and special shout out to everyone that you love and everything else thanks Joe later yeah that was fun I've never had jam before and we jammed dude we jammed and it wasn't the music part it was <laughs> literally jam look I got the toast to prove it look at this I'm telling you, this is good stuff. This is really good stuff. If it wasn't, I would shut up about it. Amy's Garden Jam, Blueberry, um, so many good stuff. Uh, the Sunday in a Jar is delicious. And uh, Apple Preserves, so much more. She's a great podcast. She's a great woman. She's got a great vibe. Numo Spect Media is where she resides. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much the end of this show. Uh, thank you so much for joining us on this one. A lot is happening this week. I think I have four interviews, five interviews is, is a lot. We have a lot of new content coming out. We have some new players over at blindknowledge.com that are going to be dropping some new media for everybody. And yo, we're going to be on GoTV, G-E-A-U-X dot TV. You can get it on any browser, anywhere. It's free. It's just like Pluto TV, but way effing better. Um, we will be channel 411 for knowledge, baby. My name is Joey B. This is the Blind Knowledge Podcast. We are out of time. I will check you later. Jam on. Ninja News Japan is a podcast. It's about news from Japan. Japanese news. There's no ninjas. 
If you're interested in the news, this is a good podcast. If you're interested in Japan, this is also a good podcast. If you're interested in ninjas, this is not a good podcast. It's a Japanese news podcast. It's a podcast about Japanese news. There's no ninjas. <laughs>